0: The world's getting older, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting older. I mean, the planet is, but humanity is getting older. There's some interesting statistics interesting statistics uh, that I came across. So if these numbers are correct, and I'll include a link in the description here. Today, there are 901 million people Age 60 or above, which is about 12% of the world's population, okay. but by 2100, the, pop, the global population will reach 11.2 billion, and of that, 3.2 billion will be at least 60 years old, and people 80 and over will increase more than sevenfold from 125 million to 944 million. Okay, so we're we're looking at a almost a upside-down species right we're not uh, we're not having enough children there's a lot of countries like uh, you know Japan is is getting upside down as far as population age and this global population aging is gonna put a lot of strain on oh I mean as as people live longer and they work longer they don't retire. They don't vacate from positions. So younger people have to wait longer to earn money. But it also puts a great strain on all the, you know, elderly care and whatnot. But so in in thinking about that and staring down the barrel of this uh, this future problem, right? It's it's not a problem, and it's removed enough even that we might not necessarily. We might not necessarily grasp the full magnitude of it, right? But it uh, it made me it made me think of a, a kind of a term that I sort of coined, I guess, at least a, a label for it, which is also the title of this podcast, which is the Kyle Style Podcast, Episode Twelve: uh, Generational Anxiety. So thanks for joining me once again. Make sure to check the comments for all the helpful links and other little annotations I might add after the fact. So, generational anxiety. What is it, and is it its own thing, or is this just something else? Okay. Basically, for any any point in history, every generation is, obviously, comprised of everybody who is alive then they age and they die, and then all that's left are the people who learned from the previous people. Everything that we know and everything that we do and everything that we have, well, everything we have, you know, just sort of keeps going on because it stays here, but all the knowledge, all of the awareness, all of the capability, all the skill, and when that happens is the current generation prepared to take up all of the responsibilities uh, that the previous generation sort of shouldered? And specifically thinking about, like, America, uh, you know, are are American kids, I don't want to say kids necessarily, you know, they're technically adults, a lot of them, anybody in their 20s, are they? Are we capable of carrying all of this stuff forward? And I mean, in the same sense you go back historically, sure, of course, it just sort of happens, right? You you don't suddenly lose everybody over sixty, right? The St. Logan's Run. You uh you don't just suddenly lose all of that knowledge. It's a it's a transitional period, you know. Kids grow up, they mature, hopefully. And you arrive at a point where you've the elderly uh, that's unpleasant. (laughs) The elderly aren't needed. I guess they aren't they aren't needed as much. Their 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 contribution isn't the deciding factor in our survival anymore. It's now the mantle has now passed, the torch has passed. But In a case like in America I've even heard people who are baby boomers say that they've created more problems and more you know more long-term problems than they solved and that the next generations are going to be dealing with a lot of this stuff and they that they created so as I guess a millennial I don't I guess I'm a millennial I mean I was born I'm like a transitional millennial um it's kind of it's sort of scary to really to really wrap your head around the idea that um you know of course one day you may have to face your own mortality right i mean and everyone else's mortality one day like your parents will be will be dead they will die and you will take care of that presumably and then hopefully one day when you die, there will be people who care about you, and they will take care of that. But that's that's always the same, and that's always it's it's all it's always that way. But generational anxiety just means we're the ones who are going to carry all of this stuff forward, and in that sense, it kind of it a little amorphous like what do i mean like uh our sense of history our our culture even our you know our language and our our intellect and our our knowledge will carry that forward too but we we have that in sort of external form as well we have that information outside of people but what does all the information mean well i i think take a a negative example, right? And Not necessarily something good, but, you know, racism, right? When the last racist dies, is there no more racism? Or, you know, like, or if the last... I don't know, it's kind of yeah. like that. It's kind of like that movie 300, you know, uh, Xerxes comes down and tempts Leonidas to to surrender so that they don't have to fight them in the little narrow pass at Thermopylae. And he says, you know, and then, spoiler alert, Leonidas turns him down, and he says, you know, Xerxes is pissed, and he's like, Well, every piece of Greek Greek parchment will be reduced to ash, and all of your elders will have their tongues cut from their mouths, and you will be erased from history. No one will ever know that you existed at all. And that's what thats what our, our generational mortality means. I mean, a, an entire generation that grew up in a certain paradigm all reach a terminal age that varies, you know, varies a little bit, but a terminal age, and they all pass away. And all that's left are all the people who are here. And I guess it makes me wonder, you know, do we, do we have the, do we have the character? You know, do we have, it's such an existential concern, I know, but do we have the character? Do we have the, I don't know, the fortitude, the morality, the the determination? Do we have the, the strength the to carry our culture forward? Are we going to surrender parts of our culture because out of convenience or because people forgot the relevance, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's a, sort of a hot button, but, you know, for for example, firearms, right? Someone who had just come out of the American Revolution would have, of course, had a musket. I know, uh, not, a, not an AR-15, but a musket, and then, and they would have just helped win their country's independence With the help of the French, I might add, I can never add that enough, but they started it with privately owned weapons, and they fought the the British and, you know, won a country from it. To them, they would have said, no way should you surrender your firearms, especially to the government, right? And yet here we are now, we are removed from that severity of, say, the American Revolution. And we are beginning to view firearms as more of a liability and a danger than uh, than a revolutionary would have right. And that I mean that transition I guess at some point you know you a civilization develops the wheel and then you have to adapt to that, and at some point you know your civilization abandons slavery. Like the you know most of the Western countries did, we were one of the last ones I think. Uh, And then you move forward, and there are no longer any people alive who were slaves in in America, right? In the same way, I think one of the last I think was it the last World War II veteran died recently. I'm gonna look that up right now. Sorry to the listeners, you have to wait and listen to me type. Uh, last surviving World War I. Last surviving, oh wow. Last surviving United States. Oh, what? Oh, I guess the last our last, the U.S.'s last uh, World War War I veteran died. His name was Frank Buckles, 27th of February 2011. 110 years old. (laughs) Wow. Okay, he's 110 years old. Okay, so when that person dies, okay, like when Frank Buckles, the last World War I veteran dies, uh, is... Guess, like some knowledge is lost, but is, is some other cultural character, good or bad, lost in that, right? Uh, when the last, you know, Civil War uh, Confederate veteran died, was something, you know, was, was that the end of an era? Or did the era already end and he just was kind of running out the clock, right? And. Yeah, I don't know, like generational anxiety. I I wonder how this, uh, if this has so many any historical context, because like the, I mean, I, I can't be the first person to have thought of this because I'm not that smart and I'm not that original. So. Other people have had this thought, and I imagine in French there's some like beautiful word for it, or maybe in Japanese there's probably just one word to describe the feeling of knowing that civilization or your generation is going to take up responsibility for the future, and also being anxious about it or not being certain about it. In Japanese they probably, probably is one word for it. Uh, and in French there would be some great uh, flowing compound word. In German, it would be a, a ten different words just mashed together, and it would sound like a car accident. Uh, no, no offense to anybody out there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think that I'm trying to think about what the future is going to look like, because it's not going to look, of course, socially or even economically, I don't think, the way that our previous generation, the 20th century at least, went down. Um... Your, the you know the racial demographics of America are changing the age demographics like I said in the beginning are changing um, there's of course all of the all of the more uh socially progressive things uh, uh gender identity and all this other stuff I don't know what our uh, like faculty is as a culture to accommodate these things because our paradigm is just one that doesn't necessarily contain those things and it's kind of getting forced around uh these sort of tricky topics and it's um yeah i don't know i mean you talk about anxiety i mean what like where's where's the innovation and where what are we depending on for the future, right? Like, I don't know if even if owning a home, right, is a viable idea given a lot of housing prices, right? I think the statistic I saw in the uh, in that intelligence report was something like 60% of human beings. That's not even america just worldwide like 60 percent of human beings are going to live in urban settings uh by like 2030 right so that's changing right like who the the rural lifestyle is kind of disappearing more people are going to live in cities It's going to change how we how we live in cities i mean if, if we're going to have to come up with new ways to move people around uh, we're gonna have to come up with new ways for people to work, and there's just all of these huge challenges. And I mean, when you if you feel like you can't do it, you're saying that you're this is the first, this is the generation that fails. You know, we're the ones that can't handle all these problems, and you kind of want to go fuck that. We can take care of this. We can handle this. But at the same time, I mean, civilizations end sometimes, and that's the generation when it ends. They no longer carry the torch the torch gets passed to them they want to pass it back they go no thanks and they abandon that which was the unifying uh, force for their civilization so this is this is really big right and what we're talking about is if you're really gonna answer that question I guess you'd have to solve all these problems, right? The energy crisis, housing crisis, uh, uh, stop all the wars and stop all the stuff. So all that stuff is always going on and kind of probably always will go on. But also the anxiety, I think, just comes from realizing not only not only that uncertainty about our ability to handle what's what the future holds, but also our ability to, or what it's going to mean, the fact that if you think we can do it, how difficult is it going to be, what's going to happen when we try to solve these problems, when we create more problems. Uh, Is the world going to at least stay at a median, right? Is it going to stay at a certain level of uh, productivity and uh, relative safety? Or, you know, or is it going to become like our our Mad Max nightmares? Is is our civilization going to turn on itself? And I don't just mean America. I mean, well, maybe I do mean America. I don't know. I mean, the whole planet could kind of unwind, right? The whole planet could kind of come undone. Supply chains, trade breaks down. There's no more movement of people and goods. And that's kind of, and it could sort of tailspin. Maybe maybe humanity could recover, but it could take, you know, it could be like the, uh, I don't want to call them the Dark Ages, because I know that's a bit of a misnomer, but the, you know, the Middle Ages in Europe, when a lot of things just broke down, and a lot of things just stopped. A lot of what we would consider to be progress or advancement just stopped. And they were mired in, you know, continual, almost continual warfare for a long time, and uh, The dominance of the church and that kind of thing. And what can what do we do to avoid not just uh, physical catastrophes, right? Like the nuclear war. Go back to listen to the cultural fallout episode. All right, episode two of the Kyle Style podcast, and and get some of that severity, right? Nuclear war global warming or, or climate change I guess is the correct term, climate change apparently is like really gonna kind of displace a lot of people and it's gonna be the thing that kills us not the nuclear war but the climate change uh what about our economy what about our you know what about our culture our language our our values start to sound like Rush Limbaugh over here but our values, like, are we going to carry forward uh, good values, negative values? Are are these changing values that we have good, and are they going to translate into the future? Um, yeah, I mean, generational anxiety when you realize, like I do, that you know, you're you're an adult. Like I'm a voter. I can own firearms, I can buy alcohol. In some <clears throat> great states in the United States, you can uh, purchase yourself some uh, marijuana, and you you can watch movies over the internet, all right? <laughs> you can watch porn over the internet if you want. Uh, we, But I'm also, I don't have children. I'm supposed to as part of the thing, it's kind of the paradigm, is I'm supposed to have children and I'm supposed to teach those children to grow up and contribute to this system that we already have in place the same way I did and I feel like there's a great questioning of that paradigm as well uh, right now and kinda in the zeitgeist, right? I feel like people don't trust corporations, they don't necessarily trust the government they don't trust a lot of institutions, and that makes you hesitant to. It makes you hesitant to think. Wait, am I just, am I just bringing like a child into the world because I'm supposed to, um, to make new workers, or am I bringing a child into the world because it's a world that should have children in it, and. There's a a noted decline in birth rate in Europe, uh, also Japan, in America as well. And it's also exacerbated by a negative economy. So we don't trust the economy. People don't invest money in the economy, and the economy stagnates. Partially it's also stagnated because of the fact that we have a lower birth rate, there are fewer workers to do all the work. Okay, it lowers the birth rate, which then contributes to a poor economy. But in a in a recession, people are less likely to have children. So it's just a vicious cycle of trying to make a decision like having children based around economics, which is kind of a whole nother podcast that I was thinking about doing uh, that kind of dives into, I think, a lot of the cynicism about our current paradigm, our current structure. Uh, But that's like a little bigger than this. This is just kind of a, this is something you should think about, right? What is it that you, what is it that your parents can do that you don't know how to do? And do you still have time to learn it? And not just skills, but call it life skills, call it uh, homespun wisdom, call it the experience of age, you know, what do they know and what do they have in them character-wise, personality-wise that you would like and that you would like to receive from them? And, And maybe look at what they don't do so well. (laughs) <laughs> and what maybe that affected you as well, and you maybe have bad habits or um, you know uh, skill gaps that kind of thing, and then you can maybe leave that behind yourself. Maybe you can drop that one, right? Maybe you can drop that negative character trait that they have, and uh, and then your children will not inherit that from you the way you inherited it from them, and you can hand down the good stuff. So they can inherit that, and I don't know I guess we i don't know I feel like as a as a generation as as a nation now we gotta we gotta find a way forward and we gotta find a way to believe in ourselves and try to try to make the world try to make the world worth living in before well gotta try to make the world worth living in and And I guess at least for me, feel a little more, I mean, just feel a little more comfortable, feel a little more hope for our situation here um, in America, on the planet, in outer space, right? I mean, just feeling as though it's not completely fucked and that we can figure it out. Because if you look around, I feel like there's not a lot of action taken to there's not a lot of action taken and no one knows what's going to happen if it's out of our hands what happens then there's almost no point in proceeding forward right man that got dark i think it is in our hands all right that's part of the whole point is that it's it's coming back it comes back down to you every individual person who's alive in any given generation has a responsibility to to aid that civilization which provides them hopefully that civilization will provide for us as members of it right So don't let it keep you up too late don't let it don't let it make your hair turn gray but just uh rattle the concept around in your gray matter right the generational anxiety looking ahead at this at the future of civilization and what what humanity needs to remember what we can maybe leave by the leave by the wayside and what we think our role is in creating the future that we would like to see. Wow. Kinda ranted for like a half hour. (laughs) Didn't feel like it. Alright. I'm gonna go, but go ahead and uh, if you haven't already, step on over to my GoFundMe page. I'll put a link in the description. Drop me a dollar, drop me a shekel. Drop me, uh, I keep saying shekels. Drop me a dinar or a or, ruble, or, or, and uh, and we'll hopefully get more more content out to you for your uh, your ready and waiting ear holes, and we'll keep you entertained, all you bored people out there. All right, bye.